Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. Well, good morning, and today we're going to meet with Coach Patrick Turner from Palaka Junior Senior High School. And Coach, welcome. Thank you for being here, and I know you're missing duty at the high school. Appreciate you making that sacrifice. And just want to learn a little bit about you, about I know you've been at Palaka Junior Senior High now for how many years? This is my third season. Third season. Wow. It's hard to believe. And give me a little bit of background about you as far as, you know, your coaching career and your career in education, just so that the listeners out there could learn more about you. Okay. Well, grew up, you know, playing football my whole life. Been playing since, uh, I think, second or third grade and went to uh, high school in North Carolina. And after I graduated, I had the opportunity of going on and playing in college and obviously, I didn't make it to the NFL, so I wanted to stay around football. Teaching high school and coaching high school football allowed me to do that. I got involved. Uh, actually, my first three years of teaching, I taught English as a second language. So that's how I, I got into high school, and I was an assistant football coach and loved it and ended up wanting to coach in college, and so I left and, and did that, became a graduate assistant and worked my way up a little bit. and then went back to high school and became a head coach. And my wife and I, we were living in North Carolina at the time and we had our second baby. We were about to have our second baby. We knew that we needed to get closer back to our family, which was in Florida. Um, She's from Jacksonville and I'm from, my family lives in Lakeland. So we picked a a spot on the map near St. Augustine, which was kind of in the middle. And we moved here uh, in 2013 Moved to where, Putnam or St. Augustine? Augustine. Yeah. Yep. I was coaching at Pedro Menendez as the as the head coach and then became athletic director over there. And uh, Bobby Humphreys and I became really, really good friends. And um, right, right as COVID was hitting and whatever, he said, you know, why don't you come over here and coach football again? And, and I, I did that and I've loved it ever since I've been here. I mean, it's just, it's great. It's great to be here in this community and uh, at school where, you know, everybody loves football and, and football is kind of the, the, you know, the big deal here in Putnam Absolutely. County. Absolutely. Uh, where'd you play college at? Uh, North Greenville University in Tigerville, South Carolina. Tigerville, South Carolina. I actually have family in South Carolina. Oh, yeah? What big cities are near? Uh, Greenville and Spartanburg. No kidding. Yeah. My daughter lives in Anderson. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Husband's a big Clemson fan. I think he's probably still a Clemson fan after last night. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> tough. Go Duke. Good for them. Woo, what a game. Yeah, my wife is a Clemson fan. Uh, she she also graduated from North Greenville University up there and a uh, real big Clemson fan. So uh, I love going there. I actually went up there, uh, went to a Clemson game a couple of years ago and with my son-in-law. And tell you what, that's an electric place to it be is. now. It is. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's done a really good job there. Yeah. and Yeah, that environment's one of the best in college footballs. Yes, it is. I, I love going there. What do you think about Palatka? I mean, you talking about it being a football town and all. I mean, based on all your past experience, how would you compare Palatka? Just and not trying to put anybody else down, but you know, maybe uh, just talking about the culture here as far as 
football-minded? You know, what comes to mind when you think about Palaka? How would you describe it? Well, even when I was over at Menendez, you, you heard about what Palaka used to be. Black used to be this, black used to be that. And when we would play Palak, you would see evidence of it. They've had, they've had athletes, uh, we come over here and play, and it's a really, really nice stadium. It's one of the most unique places to play in the state of Florida. And so when, when Bobby asked me to come over here, I looked at it as a challenge and to see if I could bring that back. And I think that we have. I think we've done a really good job of doing that. But like you said, the, the community, the environment, the atmosphere, the stadium, it's a town that, you know, cares about football and it's been really fun and it's been a really fun challenge and, and really rebuilding that and, and I think that we've like I said done a really good job with the kids and the kids have bought in and it's an exciting place to coach yeah it really is and you know I'm a transplant here too I came here in the mid-80s but I actually I lived in Alachua County and I actually came to the 1981 state championship game when I like won the state championship and I'll tell you that, that blew my mind, just the excitement then. So I know people want to go back to those days. And I, I'll tell you, I've been watching Panther football for a long time, and I, I just appreciate the excitement and, you know, that really the expectations you're bringing now. So so talk to me about as far as your expectations of your players and your coaches and really of yourself. Talk to me about that because I know being a former coach myself, I know that's, that's a lot about team success is just having those high expectations. So. Well, I don't really think too much of myself. I'm just a football coach, but I do think that we do a good job of providing a, a roadmap of what it's supposed to look like and uh, very, very organized and detailed with, hey, practice needs to look like this. We've got to accomplish this, 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 and this. No, no really any different than what a principal does with a school mm-hmm. and setting clear expectations. Uh, but really what we try to do is get the kids to love each other. We love them. We love on them. Um, you know, we feed them and we provide for them on things that they may not get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And really, we try to build that family continuity. Um, and like I said, if they learn to love each other and they carry out that plan that we have, uh, it's a recipe for success. And we've been able to do that. Uh, and I think the kids realize that. I think they, they, they understand how much we love them, how much time we spend with them. They also understand the amount of time that we put in to prepare so that we can put them in situations when we're on the field. And, you know, that really does carry over to life, doesn't it? And, I mean, I know you've seen a lot of players grow up and, you know, I think a lot of players have become successful in life because they've learned those hard lessons. And any any examples of players that you've had in the past that maybe have gone on and really been successful, whether it's been in football or in life or in business or whatever, anybody yeah. come to mind? Or, you don't have to call names out necessarily, but well, I would say everyone, everyone. I'm you know that we've ever coached. You know, our jobs prepare them for life whatever that might be. Some go on to be welders. Some are selling insurance right now. Some have, you know, gone into the ministry, you know, but I've got several students that have been successful in football and are playing at a high level right now. I had a couple kids go and and make it in the NFL. A couple kids are finishing out their, you know, senior year in college right now and and doing a really well job. Some guys are back in town and they'll see me in the community. And even, even as a dean at the school, you know, they don't hold grudges. They're like, hey, thank you, and, yeah. you know, how you doing? And, and it's like, you know, we're, we're friends now. We have a relationship because of the bond that you build while you coach them. So it's really cool to see that. That is truly – I think that's what drives all of us and while we're in education is to see those kids grow up and be really successful adults. And I agree with you. I used to be a dean and all that. And a lot of times you deal with them at a time when they're really struggling, but later on 
you see it really come to fruition and they really respect and understand what you've done for them. So talk to me about, you know, we talk about athletes and student athletes and they're not just football players. They're actually students first and individuals. And talk to me about the, you know, how you focus on the academic side of football and how do you really stress that? Well, for kids that have aspirations to go on and play in college, try to get them to understand that, you know, their 40 time isn't going to get them into a school, but their, their application, their grades, their background, and are they building that so that a college will look at them, you know, because they, the first thing they're going to do is email me and ask for a transcript and they, you know, that's got to be there. You know, we, we, we try to stress that, but we also try to celebrate successes of students. So right now at, at our awards banquet or whatever, we have probably five to eight kids that have a 3.5 GPA or higher, and we try to celebrate them. They get an award, and we recognize that just like we would the offensive MVP or defensive MVP. And we do that so that kids and parents understand the importance of that and how it's important to us as a staff. Yeah, that really does mean a lot because, you know, football is not always an end into itself. It's, it's actually kind of a, a driving force and motivation to, you know, get better grades and so forth. And my own son played college baseball, and I know that, he probably would not have gone to college or finished college had it not been for baseball. And he's, you know, in education now. But I totally agree with you, and I respect that. And so talk, talk to me about, you know, I know this season, and you've been here, this is your third year. Kind of share with me, what's one thing that really stands out over the past three years at Palaka High or Palaka Junior or Senior High? What's, what's one event or one experience that stands out to you, you know, whether it's uh, on the field or – off the field or whatever, what one thing you could share that probably is the one thing that stands out? Uh, well, there's, there's several things that stand out. Uh, probably the biggest is how close this group of kids have grown. Um, and I think one of the contributing factors to that is the continuity of coaches. You know, and all the coaches that we have right now, they're, they're excellent coaches, but they're also excellent people. And they love on the kids, too. They take care of them, whether it give them rides or, you know, sometimes they, they need a meal or, hey, this kid, you know, can't afford cleats or whatever it is. And, you know, they find a way to take care of these kids. And really, once the kids have seen that the coaches care and we can teach the kids to care for each other, then it just gets really exciting. You know, Friday night was one of those those times. We had actually lost momentum in the fourth quarter. We were down by a point and we got the ball back with a minute 33 left in the game. And it was just an opportunity not, not necessarily the opportunity of a football play, but an opportunity to be a leader, an opportunity to be an example, an opportunity to show the kids, hey, I'm calm, I'm collective, I believe in, in the process. And our kids went out there and they fought, and they, all they did was execute what we do every day in practice. And we ended up scoring with no time left and won, and, and you know, the place went crazy and all our fans, and, and it was just a really, really exciting opportunity. And it comes down to what we do on a daily basis and what we prepare the kids to do and why we do it. Yeah, and I, I was unable to be at last Friday night's game, but I, that was truly an amazing finish. The last play of the game, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah so that, that can't be anything a confidence builder. I know when they're in that situation again, you know, they'll, they'll come together, believe in themselves, and know they can get it done. And y'all are 2-0 and now? 2-0. and So tell me what your thoughts are about this season. I mean – every game you want to go into very positive but what's your outlook for this year well my first year here we went one and eight and but we were in 
four football games. We lost four football games by a total of 20 points. We just couldn't finish. And then last year, we didn't know we were going to go 7-0 and in each game. You know, hey, we're 1-0. Hey, we're 2-0. Hey, we're 3-0. Yeah. I didn't think our opponents knew that we were as good as we, you know, ended up being. The difference this year is we're going to get everybody's best shot. You know, we were we finished seven and four, and they looked at it as an opportunity to to knock us down. But like I said, because of how we coach and how we prepare the kids for those opportunities when they arise, uh, they're prepared for them. And but we we do a good job of teaching the kids that we're not going to go seven and zero or eight and zero this year because of last year's team. You have to do it because of what you do, how you prepare, and everything like that. And Friday was an example. Going into each game, knowing we're going to get each team's best shot, that you better be prepared. Uh, you better know what you're doing. You got to be a good teammate. You can't pout on the sideline when uh, it's not your chance or your opportunity. But when those opportunities come, you need to capitalize on them. Tell me this: with you know, we went to a junior senior high school concept. What two years ago? Or was that your first three, year? Three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago. Yeah. How how has that had an impact on on the varsity? Now I know you have a like a junior high team of uh, JV and varsity. As far as talking about the continuity and all that, that system, what do you see that? Yeah, so when I talk about my staff, I talk about all of them. All right, so we've got 14 guys from 7th, 8th grade all the way up to, you know, varsity. Um, and, and I don't shun or look at those junior high coaches any differently than I do our JV or our varsity coaches. They're included mm-hmm. in it, nor do I do the players. Uh, the expectations are the expectations. Uh, they practice with us every single day. Uh, tonight after practice, our staff will go over to the field to the junior high game, and we're there. So they see us, they hear us. You know, so it's the continuity, it's the language. The plays are the exact same. The teaching is the exact same. So we try to replicate that as much, you know, throughout the levels. But the, the biggest advantage we have, one, being in the system, being hearing the language, but two is the practice. They're there over the summer. They're working out in the weight room and they're gonna be further along. So you get two extra years with them. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a lot of kids, it's an introduction to football. We've got a lot of kids that have never played before, but they're playing in our system. So they're learning it the way that we want it, want it done and things like that. So it's, it's a great setup as far as I think all sports go. And I really, I've seen that too, just seeing those younger kids really tasting that high, high school experience early and it kind of builds that momentum. And like you say, it builds that system. When they get to the varsity, they already, have been exposed to everything that you're doing. So, you know, I really like what we're doing there and hopefully that's going to pay dividends later. On a personal note, tell me when you're not, and I know coaching football is almost 24 seven and I know, I know you, your family has to be very supportive and cause I know when you're not on the field, you're grading film and you're scouting and doing everything you do, which is part, it's, it's a year long job, isn't it? It is. So tell me what you do to relax and to have time away from football, if you ever do. <laughs> yeah, if I ever do. Well, I uh, love to fish, um, but we do like it when we get to catch fish and things like that. And we have fun in off season or red snapper season or whatever it might be. But but honestly, you know, in my family, my wife is also a coach. She's a cheerleading coach over at Menendez. She's still there. Uh-huh. So that's just what we do. Our kids are in it. Uh, my two girls, my, my oldest daughter is a cheerleader. So she's got a game tonight, and my wife will, will, will divide and conquer, and she'll be at that game, and I'll be at our junior high game. And my youngest daughter plays, you know, softball, and she plays here in, in Palak, and she loves that. And we get, you know, we're all over the place. There's never a night, really, where we're at home, I would say, relaxing. But it's just something that we do. I do try to get the girls involved as much as possible. I bring them over. They help me paint the field or 
they'll come over and be in my office and, and they love it too. They love, they love coming to work with daddy. So we take those opportunities, you know, still to be a family, uh, regardless of what relaxing looks like. So that's, that's fun. But yeah, I do love to fish when I get that opportunity. I'm really glad you get a chance to do that. And, and believe me, being a former coach, I know it, it really is a strain. So I really am glad that you take time and, you know, take care of you. I think that's a good lesson for everybody listening. You got to have time where you can just back off and decompress. But football is an exciting time. And uh, I can't I can't thank you enough for coming to Palatka and really pouring into our program here and, and making it. I can see the, the growth and development football program at Palatka High School. And, and I really do thank you for doing that especially coming from an AD position. Not many ADs. Of course, Bobby did. Bobby's back in coaching too, but I'm saying that's a big step going from an AD position to a head coach. So. I love it. You know, you got to be you got to be happy with what you do. Mm-hmm. Coming to work every day knowing that you get to do what you love and you love the people that you work with, it, it, it's not really a job. Right. You know what I mean? So it's more like a hobby. But I do love it and Appreciate the opportunity. I appreciate, you know, JT and Bobby hiring me and, and Miss Oyster taking over. And it's been great working with her and, and everybody in the county, really. I mean, it's just, like I said, you know, people love football. I think they they see and respect the change and they're on board and they support us. Uh, all of our supporters, whether it be through, you know, banners or donations or whatever it is, it's it's really nice to be in a community that does support the kids and, and sees and shares the vision of what the program is and going forward. So thank you, everyone, that contributes to us. It, it goes a long way. Well, and I want to thank you. I, I can say I can feel the excitement back in Panther football. I know it's been a process for you, but I appreciate you you and your family sacrificing to make that happen. And So let me finish out by just saying, what do you see happening in the next five years, personally, professionally, and maybe for Panther football? What, what's kind of uh, your vision for the next five years? You know, I've, everything that I've ever done, everything, and one of my mentors taught me this. I've always been on a three to five year plan. Mm-hmm. Where where do you see yourself in the next three to five years? And so when I took this job, that's exactly what I did. I took this with the next three to five while I'm in year three. I think that it is playing out exactly how I thought it would if I could build a staff and, and teach these kids to play together and love each other and good things happen. You know, and I do this because that's what my dad taught me. Mm-hmm. My dad is a, is a pastor, and one of the reasons that I got into coaching, I was asked, you know, are you going to be a, a preacher like your dad? Are you going to be into ministry? Well, this is ministry for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that you can reach kids, and, and God allows me to reach kids through something that I love doing, which is coaching football. And as long as I keep that the main thing, who knows how long or the expiration date or anything like that goes. But the only thing I focus on right now is just taking care of these kids and getting what I think – is the best for them and them reaching goals. Uh, and time flies when you do that. You know, like you said, it's already year three. Yeah. Uh, but in the next, honestly, two to three years with this team, we got a really young team to speak of. But I, I, I do see them taking the next step, whether that be going, making a deep run in the playoffs or even having an opportunity to play for a championship again, whether that be a district championship or a state championship, I don't know. You know, a lot of factors have to, to go right and fall mm-hmm. into place. But we've got a really, really talented group of kids, uh, and I'm excited about the future in the next couple of years with this group. Well, I just want to thank you, Coach, for being here and taking time away from school. And, and I know you'll be having a lot of people listen to you on this podcast. And All right, thank you again for being here. Absolutely. It's been a thank pleasure. You. Okay, Thank you.